This is the 415ers podcast coming at you three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on the Odyssey Podcast Network in cooperation with 95.7 The Game. I am Evan Giddings. That is Mark Grandy on Twitter at egiddings10. For Mark, that is at Mark Grandy. Mark with a C, Grandy with an I. So it sounds like to me, Mark, you do think, and correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like you do think the 49ers are both closer to the playoffs as well as the Super Bowl this season with Jimmy G at the helm as opposed to Trey Lance. I I would agree with that. Um, I I wasn't so sure when the season started um, and still five quarters is, is not really much to, to judge this guy off of, but I think more so thinking through what Kyle Shanahan is telling you via his play calling. I would imagine that Shanahan personally feels that way as well. And I'll, I'll trust Shanahan in these matters that Jimmy Garoppolo is currently the better quarterback. But I think something interesting that you said is specific to this year. This team is closer to the playoffs and closer to winning a Super Bowl this year. I I agree. But what happens next year in 2023? What happens the following year in 2024? Because Jimmy Garoppolo is a free agent after this season. Trey Lance next year likely going to be the starting quarterback you you would think that at least that's a 49ers plan I guess it depends on what Jimmy does this year I feel like the one thing we learned this offseason is that we don't know anything <laughs> we have no clue but <laughs> but I, I think it, it makes this year that much more important because of all the questions that come the following year I think this is something that I wanted to make sure we touched on in this episode because I think the window has gotten quite a bit narrower. The 49ers made the move to trade up in the 2021 NFL draft to select a quarterback. In theory, it didn't really matter who the quarterback was. It could have been Trey Lance. It could have been Mac Jones. It could have been Justin Fields. It could have been Zach Wilson if the Jets passed on him and selected someone else. The theory was trade up, get a quarterback. You have a quarterback on a rookie deal for four years while you have all these other massive contracts, George Kittle, Trent Williams, Debo Samuel, who just got paid, Nick Bosa, who will get paid soon, Fred Warner, there are a few others. And it's it's the Patrick Mahomes model. When the Chiefs won a Super Bowl, had so much success, partly because they were able to load up other parts of their roster while their star quarterback was on a rookie deal. The 49ers will be entering the third of four years with Trey Lance under a rookie contract with him having started four games at the NFL level. For all intents and purposes, he's entering his third year, the second to last year of his rookie deal, as a rookie. That makes this coming se- this season, not this coming season, this season, 2022, all that more important. Because who knows what Trey Lance will look like in his third year on his contract, his really first year as a starter. Who knows what he will look like in his second year as a starter, in his final year on a rookie contract. The 49ers window has shrunk, and they need to capitalize this year. I see where you're coming from, and it makes sense, but I don't know if the window has necessarily shrunk to me. And the reason being... Number one, if Trey Lance is is not the, the Super Bowl caliber quarterback that 49ers fans expect him to be, 
then it really really doesn't matter if it comes in in his rookie deal or the one beyond. The second reason being, if Trey Lance is not ready in his first season to lead the 49ers to a Super Bowl, I think it's kind of unfair to expect him to do that. I mean, Patrick Mahomes threw 50 touchdowns his first full season in the NFL and lost in the conference championship game. Won it the next year, obviously. So, you know, based on, quote-unquote, the Patrick Mahomes model, it would be that second season, which, according to your your math, would then be his fourth year, the final deal, final year of his rookie deal. If he comes up short in those two seasons as the full-time starter, we're just hypothetically putting him in, to me, it deflates his value, which almost in a weird way would help the rest of your roster because one of the reasons that a lot of teams have tried to you know, use the rookie quarterback contract as the model you spend elsewhere. Obviously, the Legion of Boom did it with Russell Wilson. You talked about Patrick Mahomes with the Kansas City Chiefs. It's easier to pay big contracts like the 49ers have done around the quarterback if you're on a rookie deal. But that's also assuming that Trey Lance is going to be a Russell Wilson, a Patrick Mahomes, a Josh Allen, a guy that's going to command upwards of $300 million or a quarter of a billion dollars. Well, if he doesn't show he's worth that much money, then maybe he's not making 30 or 40 a year. Maybe he's making Jimmy money. Maybe he's making 20 or 25. And that allows you to then spend the rest of that money that could have been Trey Lance's around the rest of the team. Obviously, it's going to be a massive pay increase from whatever Trey Lance is making now to his second deal. He's going to get a big pay bump. And I'd imagine he's going to want you know incentives based on how... I don't know, Kyle Shanahan may or may not use him in the future. But to me, his value will not increase so largely enough that you can basically say goodbye to, I don't know, I mean, Trent Williams or or George Kittle or uh, Nick Bosa or, or Debo, all the guys that you named, unless, of course, the 49ers decide that they want to move off those guys anyway. So I do not necessarily think the window has shrunk. I think you just need to be a little more creative with the money as far as how you divert it and how the 49ers have shown themselves to be able to spread things around to the most important positions and trusting them, I think is a little bit easier than other places just because they've shown the contracts that they've given the big money and the big dollars that they've handed out. They've been to the right guys, at least so far. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, I I think that's fair. I still think when, when you think about the Niners whole plan, what was their master plan in 2021, when they traded up with the Miami Dolphins, they, they gave them three first round picks, including that one later uh, in that same first round in 2021 to move all the way up to three. What was the plan? And it was one to get a quarterback that that isn't injury prone. Um, and it was two to get a cheaper quarterback to capitalize on all of the talent on the roster right now. And I mean, you, you look through the roster at the moment. I mean, Trent Williams and Fred Warner, their contract expires in 2027. Uh, George Kittle, Debo Samuel in 2026. That's the same year that, that Trey Lance's is up. Charvarius Ward and, and uh, Eric Armstead in 2025. Uh, Brandon Ayuk is also there at 2025. So they have guys under contract for you know a, a few more years and even a number that are beyond Trey Lance's current contract. So it's not like at the end of Trey Lance's fourth year, the last year on his rookie deal, this team is suddenly going to be devoid of 
total talent. And obviously, if people leave, you know, there'll be more drafts and, and more opportunities to sign other players. But just purely looking at how the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch constructed this whole thing 18 months ago before the draft in 2021, the plan was let's get a quarterback so we can capitalize when he's relatively cheap and let's get a guy that will stay healthy. And to this point, they have not done either of those things. And it does not look like those odds are getting better at this moment. So all I'm saying is I think the odds have dropped in them ultimately, you know, paying off this bet that they made with themselves back in, in what April of 2021. And if things continue down this road, it's going to be complete disaster. If, if, because this is not even mentioning the fact that Trey Lance could just not be an NFL quarterback. We're not going to know for another year. Uh, but still, I mean, at this point, you can't be confident that, you know, the bet that they, that they laid way back when is going to come to fruition, because to this point, the two main things that they set out to do compete in the next four years with a, with a cheap quarterback and with a quarterback that stays healthy. Those are both not, not even close to being checked yet. No, but I do think it comes down then to, okay, well, how are you going to replenish your talent pool? And that's really more where my concern is with the 49ers and specifically with Kyle Shanahan. It's that at least to this point, he has not demonstrated that he has, you know, been able to find talent and then develop it. At least, you know, to like I'm looking at a lot of these most recent drafts and he he's found some gems, no doubt about it. Elijah Mitchell was a great, great pickup last year in the sixth round, but that's because you up until I mean your second round pick didn't play last year. You cut your third round pick earlier this offseason. And this year you seem to have some some good talent. Drake Jackson obviously could be a big plus on the defensive line. So and they found late round picks before. That to me is it it just means, I guess, you need to be better. You need to be better in the draft. There's more there's more consequences for you not hitting on those picks if you're going to be paying big dollars outside because you're going to have to find cheaper options, right? It, you know, if you can't find the cheap quarterback, well, maybe you got to find, you know, a, a slew of cheap running backs with Kyle Shanahan has demonstrated. He, he can, you know, create a running back. He has, he hasn't shown he can create a quarterback. And so I, I don't necessarily know if I buy that the window is, is ultimately shorter just because you, you kind of push Trey Lance's, you know, start a year back. I mean, some people I've seen make the argument that this almost saved Trey Lance in a way, because from what, from what the play calling told us, if he was going to run him like that, basically run him like rookie year, Lamar Jackson, well, then maybe Trey Lance wasn't ready to be the passer that we all thought he was going to be. So maybe in a way Trey Lance was, was saved by, you know, an, an untimely injury. But then, I mean, the question is, how is he going to get ready? Cause I mean, there was a lot of people and I, I included myself on this last year and, and maybe con considering what the team did in the playoffs, I ultimately was, was proven wrong. And this was a silly take, but I, I was on the bandwagon last year of, you know, you might as well just let Trey Lance play. He's probably not ready right now. And, and clearly based on what we now know, he would not have been ready last year, at least not to be expected to come in and win games. 
But at some point, you need to play the guy, one, to see what you have, and two, to if he's not ready yet, to get him ready. I mean, how much can a quarterback improve and become ready by sitting out? And especially now when he's not going to be able to be on his foot for a while. I mean, if he's not ready and you are trying to compete for a championship, you have a legitimate you legitimately believe that you can win a Super Bowl this year. Sure, don't play him. But at some point, you have to see what you have, and you have to let him develop. I mean, are we just going to keep pushing him off for three, four more years until there's no other option at a quarterback? I mean, at some point, he's got to play. Well, the flip side of this, that is maybe you see something, and he's not ready, and then – you say, well, why the hell do we pick him in the first place? Why do we spend multiple first-round picks to go get this guy? I, I and, think that's ultimately where we're headed towards is what it seems I think to so, me. too. I, and I, I do think Kyle Shanahan is trying to create these different trap doors for himself to say to be able to potentially survive not hitting on Trey Lance because a lot of people feel like that is a borderline fireable offense for you to spend that much capital to go Go up and get a guy, not even get a guy. I mean, we, we've sort of been able to connect the dots and figure out, at least I think, that Shanahan was trading up for the option, the option to select the third best quarterback in the draft. He was not trading up specifically for Trey Lance. And then, you know, obviously the pandemic has a lot to do with that, but he did not have Trey Lance penciled in as his guy from the get go. So then it's like, all right, well, why do we go get him in the first place? A lot of people will be calling for your head. And now Kyle is, is sort of trying to, I think, figure out, okay, what's next for me if Trey Lance doesn't work? See, this is interesting to me because I always thought once the 49ers, you know, Shanahan and Lynch decided to do this, decided to trade up to number three overall, take, as you mentioned, the third best quarterback, whoever it is. It, I can't shake the feeling that this was... I mean, a gigantic risk, of course, just football wise, because you never know who you might hit on, but specifically for Shanahan and Lynch, because if they traded all this future capital for a quarterback who turned out to be bad, not starting caliber in the NFL, Shanahan and Lynch could be out of a job, but I'm not saying that would be the right decision because I'm not sure who's better specifically than Shanahan as a head coach in the NFL that they could get. And, and who knows what that might look like in a couple of years. But it looks to me like if, 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 if Trey Lance, excuse me, struggles, Kyle Shanahan's seat becomes quite a bit warmer. He's got to wear that. That's on him. I mean, this is his guy. He handpicked him. And so, in my opinion, if I was in Kyle Shanahan's shoes and I was scared that my young quarterback, who my job might be resting on, isn't ready, I would not play him. I want to keep my job as long as I possibly can. If I'm scared that he's going to go out there and not play well and therefore make me look bad, you know what I'm doing? I'm not giving him that opportunity to make me look bad. I'm sticking with Jimmy Garoppolo, who I've had a lot of success with, despite the fact that it has been frustrating a lot of the time, because I want to save my job. I don't want to lose my job. If I am that scared and I'm that convinced that Trey Lance isn't ready yet, why am I playing him? Well, I think we saw that a little bit with the play calling 
at least when Trey Lance has been in, not necessarily trying to protect uh, Trey Lance, but I mean, because we saw him get hurt, but protect Kyle. I mean, protect his inability to develop him into what people were hoping to see, which is him airing it out in the preseason or what we've heard about his big arm and being able to stretch the field and throw outside the numbers and all the things that the last quarterback, now the current quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers could not do. So it, it'll be very interesting and it's, it's going to be fascinating really to, to pay, pay attention to this. And as the, as the 49ers move along this year, 